Hi everybody, this is Emily Sanchez, the Divorce Coach, helping people going through breakup, find hope and healing and so much more. Welcome everyone to podcast number three, Letting Go of Control. I am super excited about this concept today and I really hope it can help you and anyone that you send this podcast to and letting go of a little bit of control because that's where freedom really comes. So control, why do we do it? Why it won't ever work? And a few things about how we can let go of it. So this concept came to me the other day actually when I found myself trying to control my husband. We were driving and I started saying things like, if you turn here, you can get here quicker. Oh, watch that light and park here. It's closer to this thing. Oh, give it to Scarlett first. That's one of our children. Then nobody will scream. Um, I also found myself rearranging the dishes in the dishwasher after someone put them in. And I thought, man, that is messed up. So not only is it annoying, okay? to be controlled or to feel like someone is in your face trying to control every action, but it's, it's messed up and it won't help anybody. So why do we do it? Okay, well, we might feel like we know the better way or we actually might feel like we're helping. Uh, maybe we lack security. Maybe we're fearful of something not getting done in a timely manner. So we get into this habit we get in this habit of controlling those around us. Now for the divorce person, it's especially difficult because this is a time when many things feel out of your control, uh, especially in the case of sharing children and dealing with the ex. And we still want to control. We feel like we know what's best. We also may feel we're dealing with an ex who we view as being out of control. So it makes us want to control the situation even no more. So you can find yourself, and I hear a lot of my clients say, he's driving me crazy. Why? Because you want him to do things your way, right? Your way is best. So you want him to raise your children your way. And now you're having to split the time with your kids. So it's, it's really a feeling of being out of control and frustration. But there is a way to combat it. Now, I am not talking about um, not setting boundaries, especially in the case when you have custody issues or you have uh, supervision, you have some serious things that you're dealing with, maybe abuse or a criminal record. I'm not talking about those type of issues where boundaries and legalities need to be in place. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about mild cases of control when we feel like our ex is driving us crazy or our husbands or our kids. So how do we feel when they disobey or don't go along with our best ways of doing things? Well, for me, I get disappointed and I end up being controlled by them because of my feelings. So it's this cycle. This is why your ex is driving you crazy or fill in the blank, whoever is driving you crazy. But the thing is, the catch here is that you are actually driving yourself crazy because you are the ones with these feelings. You are the one that's trying to control. So what can we do? 
there's five things that I thought of. And the first one is just a general awareness. Are you doing it? Are you guilty of this? When are you doing it? So try to be very cognitive of your thoughts and your actions regarding this so that you can figure out when, because there are patterns. I'll tell you that I do it when my husband drives. Okay. I do it when he drives. So I at least know. And I also do it when we're around our kids together because I, I think that I've been with them all day. So I know certain circumstances. I think that my way is best. So those are the, the times when I do it. And then think about what is the reason for you. Now, don't stay here too long because I truly feel that the reasons aren't necessarily important, but the actions to combat why you're doing something is way more important. So some of the reasons I listed uh, before, but perfectionism is a big thing. We gotta be super careful with that perfectionism because sometimes there's this emptiness that resides underneath it. And somehow by bossing, it fills that void. So number one, awareness. Number two, take control of your own life. I see a lot of women who feel out of control of their lives. And that's why they want to control people or situations or whatever. And so one way, one thing that I see is financially. A lot of times um, the husband or even the ex still control things financially. Uh, One way to combat this and get some control over this part is get a job if you want or go back to school. Um, Invest in yourself so you can feel more secure that if something were to happen or if they weren't around or you're taking hold of your life, that you could be in a position of security. Uh, Maybe it's just a fear of letting go of control. It's just a a fear of stepping out of it and let someone else control. So take control of your life by allowing your ex or husband or children to do things their way. The only way to conquer fear is by repeatedly going into that fear, addressing it, and I believe by action. So if you are worried about how your husband um, disciplines the children or how he interacts, you think you know the better way, make a goal to step away and just let him do it. Don't you make one comment. Same with an ex. Just let him do it. See what happens. Just get out of the situation, relinquish control, and just give it a try. Okay, so that was number two. Number three, don't sweat the small stuff. Okay, start there. Now, what do I mean by small stuff? Well, I had an aunt who said, don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small, which has a lot of wisdom in it, right? So there's a lot of things in life that just don't matter. So try to be aware, try to see it. I had a client who was so perplexed that her ex dropped off their child early to her. So the child was supposed to be there at five, the ex came at four, and she for some reason couldn't understand why he would do that. So if you're trying to not sweat the small stuff in that situation, you would say, thank you. You know, instead of being into it or thinking it was some big deal or what the reason might be, you just notice the benefits of it. Great. I get an extra hour with her. That's wonderful. So 
start to notice your analyzing thoughts about your co-parent, whether married or not. He may be driving you crazy because his actions are not in line with what you'd like him to do. So that's control. So don't sweat the small stuff. Just notice what's happening. Step out of it if it's no big deal. Okay, number four. I'm calling this one baby steps. Now, if you've ever seen What About Bob? It's a super funny movie with Bill Murray, who is the patient of the psychiatrist. And a psychiatrist always tells him, baby steps to the lobby, baby steps to the office, baby steps here, baby steps there. So basically just telling him to go little by little. So in this um, (laughs) number four step, where could I let go of some control? So I'd love for you to pick one or two specific areas that you control. For me, it's when I'm in the car with my husband. (laughs) So I am going to just step out of it. And sometimes I'm really good at this. And he'll miss exits and stuff and say, why didn't you tell me that it was not that? Or whatever. And it's really funny. And I just sit there and say, I'm just trying not to nag. I'm trying to get out of this. Another area, like I said, is when we're all together when we're all together with our kids. And of course you can apply this if you're divorced. Let go, baby steps. I'm just going to maybe even say, I'm gonna do this for an hour where I don't say one word or everything I say is positive. Okay, so number four, baby steps. Number five, turn your expectations into appreciation. So I talked a little bit about this in the third step the don't sweat the small stuff when I was talking about my client, trying to find the appreciation in every situation is so crucial. So in that instance, like I said, he dropped her up off at four instead of five. She could go into how thankful she is for the extra time with her daughter. She could thank him so much for doing her hair. You can thank him for dropping them off on time anything you can see that they did right, or according to you, what you feel is right, you tell them, you thank them, you appreciate them. Okay? So before I close, I just wanted to give a little bit of a side note. If you are exhibiting control, such as manipulation type things, let me give you some examples. So if you are withholding sex from your partner, if you are alienating your partner from family or friends, if you're giving them the silent treatment for days, or if you're the one being controlled in those type of ways, that is not what I'm talking about today. Those are extreme, and I hope that you can go and get some help from a psychologist or a psychiatrist. So I just wanted to add that there are levels. There's levels of really extreme manipulation, which can be borderline abuse and sometimes abuse. So if you feel that you're in that situation, please get some help there. Okay, folks, let me go over my steps one more time, letting go of control. Number one, becoming aware. Are you even doing it? And find out when you're doing it, the instances that you're doing it. Number two, take control of your own life, whatever it may be. If you are fearful and that's why you're controlling, address that fear by conquering it. 
relinquishing the control and see what happens. If you're a perfectionist, you've got to let go of that. You've got to mess up on something. You've got to just conquer that and take control of your life in any area that you can. Number three, don't sweat the small stuff. It might all be small. Who knows? So pay attention to things that do not matter when you're starting to control or something comes out of your mouth. Close your mouth and just let the other person be free in their moment. Number four, baby steps. Do this little by little. Maybe pick just a time, one or two hours a day. Um, Maybe like me, pick the instance whenever I'm driving with my spouse. And then number five, turn expectations into appreciation. And if you can do that on the general level, your your life will be so much better, so much easier, so much freer. So I just want to attest to this. I know there is a huge freedom in letting go of control. It's actually one of the most liberating things you can do in life. Have faith in something larger than yourself. Let go. Realize everything's going to turn out okay. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. I'm really glad that you joined me today and have a wonderful day. Bye.